Okay, notes on the U.S. women's national team game against Sweden. Uh, second half has just started, and we have two substitutes. Carly Lloyd's in for Alex Morgan at the uh, nine spot. And, and Julie Ertz has replaced Sam Mewis, the best player in the world. And Ertz is in and to replace her. And the end result of that is that Haran has moved up into a more offensive position, which is what I've been espousing from the beginning. She has greater offensive capabilities than Mewis, and Mewis is our best defensive midfielder. And uh, it's just nuts. There's no way. One of the things we're seeing already is that the high pace of this game has been a problem for Becky Sauerbrunn. And there's no way that uh, Carly Lloyd is going to make uh, the same kind of impact that Alex Morgan might have made at this stage of the game, especially for a full 45 minutes. So we'll see how that plays out. The uh, starting lineup is exactly what I've hoped to see for uh, several months now. I'm going to have to go back and look at the uh, last time the U.S. played Sweden. But uh, the impression I've got right now is that uh, Ananovsky got played. They uh, wanted, in, <coughs> in that uh, the Swedish team is playing much more aggressively with greater pace. And he's been surprised, completely surprised. Uh, in this situation, the uh, <clears throat> problem that I saw in the first half is that Sweden came well prepared for this. They've done an excellent job of cutting off passing lanes. Christian Press was nearly non-existent, as was uh, Mewis, quite frankly. Not, but uh, I think that was more to, to uh, Sweden's defensive model than it was to their uh inability to make the uh, kind of impact that we've seen in the past. And that that defensive preparation also shows itself in the uh, ball possession stats that we saw. 60% Sweden, 40% approximately USA. Because what they were doing is they were they, uh, anticipating the U.S. press they were dropping some excellent balls just over the top of uh, Mewis and Lavelle's head. And depending upon where Haran was, they meant that there was uh, plenty of open space for uh, Sweden to get forward. Okay, 51st minute, we see O'Hara go down. It looks like, if I had to guess, a pulled muscle in her neck after... Uh, uh, the challenge on that uh, high ball that came in. We'll see if uh, she continues. Otherwise, we're about to find out just how good Sonnet is. The uh, <clears throat> first ball for Ertz was not portend uh, uh, the kind of impact I think the uh, Andonovsky expects. It was a one of her classic 
oh, let's throw a long ball up there and see what happens. And it basically went out of bounds on the right-hand side. Her teammates didn't even attempt to chase the wild uh, outlet pass. The second consecutive corner kick coming up here in the 54th. And we may be about to find out how important Mewis's ability to handle headers is. Whoop, there it is. Sweden gets her second as the uh, ball comes out to the six-yard line. 13 is the one that was the uh, for Sweden. Got to it over Ertz and Haran and uh, went off the upright, and 11 was there to finish. They're calling for a... Uh, they're calling for offsides, but the initial header, everybody was onside. Continuing some thoughts on Andonovsky, when I, <clears throat> he also has created his own monster in the sense that uh, when you looked at that starting 10, the number of opportunities they had to actually play together was limited due to his, I'm going to call it experimentation, uh, putting the range of players out there that he did. So the uh, some of the timing was off as they uh, attempted to manage the high pressure that Sweden is offering. First full opportunity for Lloyd there in the, uh, what is that, the, uh, I'll check the time, it's blocked right now. But uh, she doesn't have the pace to separate herself from the defenders. And it showed here that she cut it back in the 62nd minute and was unable to, uh, again, get the separation she needed to get the shot off as the defender was able to easily come back and uh, play a positive defensive role. Oh, no, they brought Rapino in. 65th minute? Did she just come in and I missed that? But uh, that means press is out. So two of our top three players, top five players, are now out. And in their place are old and slow. Okay, apparently press is not out. She's just moved over to the right side which would indicate that Heath uh, was subbed out for Rapino. Nice combination setting Rapino free with a nice uh, through ball that Sweden didn't anticipate very well, but problem is as she uh, came in towards goal along the end line, there was nobody to pass it to, which points to the fact that uh, Lloyd wasn't there. Where, where the hell was she at? And uh, hard to say where Press was at as well. 71st, and that's the second time the U.S. has hit the upright now. Uh, this is a very nice restart that sent uh, Rapino in on the left-hand side. I'm su actually surprised it wasn't offside. And this time there was somebody in the center waiting for her, which was Press. And Press's one-time ball, as noted, uh, went off the upright and out. And uh, Sweden uh, gained possession at that point. 
happened once before at the tail end of the first half. I guess there were about just before they announced the uh, two minutes of extra time. A nice ball in from Rose Lavelle from 40 yards out. Found uh, who did who was who was it at the far post that uh, was able to run on for a header, but uh, saw that one was it Alex Morgan that uh, then went off the upright. Oh, there's Lloyd coming back for the ball now and. Uh, her one-time effort went straight to a Swedish defender. Oh my goodness, look at that. Uh, a simple counter going back. Nice uh, overlapping run. And uh, the cross from just outside the box. Finds uh, number eight unmarked. That's what happened. Dahlkamper moves, no, Sauerbrunn moved forward. Dahlkamper did as well. And uh, O'Hara had to come across to try and defend, and it was too late as eight uh, headed it past an air. My goodness, 3 nothing. That's in the 74th. Oh, my goodness. And we come back. We earn the uh, throw in deep, and it comes back to uh, Ertz from 30-plus 30 yards out, and her uh, speculative ball into the box runs harmlessly over the end line. Nobody was even close. After that goal with the uh, Swedish team making two substitutions here in the 75th minute, the uh, discussion of the, the U.S. announcers is, and this has been the conversation, the lack of adversity that U.S. has faced, and therefore they lack the... Uh, experience coming back from a 3 nothing deficit like it. Well, but hey, Adnowski hasn't lost a game. <laughs> Long ball into the box by Press from the uh, touchline and uh, headed towards Rapino, but uh, Rapino is unable to win the uh, header in that situation. What... Uh, how different might it have been if Press was still out there on the left-hand side with her athleticism? Okay, 77th minute and two straight fouls by Ertz, excuse me, sliding tackles and uh, both drew fouls, which are offering one killing time on the clock and two offering Sweden set pieces, the first from 45 yards was not real dangerous, but now this one's going to come from the right side of the box about uh, 25 yards out from the end line and uh, maybe 10 yards in from the touch line. And there we go. And un untouched by anybody in the process. And now I, we're seeing an offsides called. Not sure how that could be the case. <laughs> Oh, and there's an interesting one. The uh, the long ball that uh, Lavelle wasn't able to catch up to, picked up, scooped up by Lindell, and then as she's uh, attempting to uh, punt the ball out, Lavelle is, stays stays within a few yards of her, and now the uh, ref has called that. You don't see that called very often, not frequently enough, quite frankly. And so just like with Ertz, 
All it means is that they've lost time on the clock and accomplished zero. Okay, 79th, and we get no, 80th minute. We get a couple more subs. It looks like Andy Sullivan, number 12, for uh, Dunn. And then Christy Mewis has come in. I haven't seen who she's in for. It is, oh, it's Davidson, not Sullivan. That's in for Dunn on the left-hand side. I'm looking forward to seeing that. We need some youth and some pace uh, as Sauerbrunn ages out. Davidson's the one who's picked up the Chicago Red Stars uh, with Ertz being out. And uh, it's nice to see her get this opportunity. Okay, it looks like Mewis must have come in for Lavelle because Horan is still out there. As the U.S. tries to play out of the back, Ertz is not making herself very available. There always seems to be a Swedish player between her and, say, Sauerbrunn. Every time there's a contested ball, a 50-50, a throw-in, a pass, that requires uh, that extra effort to ensure that the uh, U.S. wins it. Lloyd's not getting it done, doesn't have the quickness or the pace anymore. Rapino's not getting it done. Same issue. And uh, it's going to be tough if Andonovsky continues to play them, although the uh, remaining competition won't be as significant. They should be able to hand Australia and New Zealand. Sweden loves the substitutions Andonovsky has made up top in particular as the... Uh, are willing to give Rapino and even Lloyd uh, space, not working to shut him down. Until they're not closely marking him. They recognize they have the ability to get back and uh, cause difficulties for them due to their lack of pace in this situation. So Rapino goes in, defender comes across to uh, impact her cross. The cross goes to the far side of the box, top of the box, <coughs> where Press hits a uh, inconsequential uh, ball that rolls out over the end line. Press gets free on the uh, right-hand side and uh, puts a ball into the box towards the far, far uh, six-yard box, but there's nobody there. Rapino hasn't worked her way in. Lloyd's not anywhere around. And Sweden clears easily. There's another one that uh, in the 89th now that uh, shows Lloyd's inability to make an impact. Uh, she's wide open on the right-hand side as a nice ball comes in. And uh, Sweden slowly gets back to uh, impact her. She has plenty of time to get the cross in, and uh, there isn't, there aren't much in the way of target uh, targets for her to shoot for. But the ball is uh, outside the six-yard box, uh, towards that far post, and Sweden's there to clear it. Nice ball here in stoppage time by Davidson, who does a good job of getting up the left-hand side 
and gives us a better cross than we saw from Dunn during her run. Uh, and Lloyd is Lloyd is there. She found Lloyd, but Lloyd's header is uh, knocked down and pushed wide by the uh, by Lindahl. There's a second consecutive header by Lloyd as the ball's thrown into the box. This one's wide. How's that for uh, closing the announcer? And the world champions are thrashed by Sweden in the opener. The, uh, they did discuss earlier as well the fact that uh, there's never been a World Cup champion that's gone on to win the, uh, the Olympics in the following year. In this case, <clears throat> the two years that they had to make it happen. Again, the announcer, that is a stunned-looking U.S. team. Now, in the final analysis, Slayton, Daniel Slayton, the uh, post-game analyst, doubles down on her uh, earlier Ertz comment. She... Uh, Mentioned at halftime, she thought Ertz needed to come in and provide some better defensive cover. Uh, yet, what uh, <clears throat> what was the result? And they gave up two goals in the second half. And Ertz really didn't have much of an impact, as my uh, comments throughout the uh, period noted. So they're uh, they're just going to live in the old Stone Age.